A soldier with the 3rd Infantry Division has died in what is being called a helicopter incident at Fort Stewart. A man dies days after being shot by Savannah police officers. And a popular event at a Bloomingdale farm is set to return for the first time in three years. I've got those stories and more in this episode of WTOC's Weekly Wrap, a recap of the week's biggest stories from around the coastal empire and low country. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. 26-year-old Captain James T. Ballou with the Army's 3rd Infantry Division has died after what Fort Stewart officials call an incident involving two HH-60 helicopters early in the morning of Wednesday, March 30th. WTOC's Haley Boland has more on the soldier who was killed and the latest details on what we know. Here's her report from The News at 11 on Wednesday. Army officials have identified that soldier as 26-year-old Captain James T. Ballou. He was a native of Charlottesville, Virginia, and joined the Army in 2017. Tonight, we have statements from those who worked alongside him in the 3rd ID, as well as leadership in the Liberty County community. An immeasurable tragedy. That's how Colonel Eric Vanek of the 3rd Combat Aviation Brigade describes the loss of Captain James Ballou. In a statement, he says, quote, James was a part of one of the noblest professions imaginable. He dedicated his life to serving our country and did so in a role where he was constantly helping and saving the lives of others. Officials say Captain Ballou was found dead after a helicopter crash involving two HH-60 helicopters at Wright Army Airfield. The incident happened at approximately 2 a.m. Wednesday. The airfield is a joint-use airport between Fort Stewart, Liberty County, and the city of Hinesville. Liberty County Commission Chairman Donald Lovett says this tragedy comes at a particularly difficult time after around 3,800 Fort Stewart soldiers recently deployed to Europe. Especially since we were already on, on guard, if you will, and with this happening, now just further emphasize though the necessity of us to stick together. We are one community and a resilient community, and, and this was also uh, allow us to, to, to strengthen that bond and, and to be there for each other and for those families. And our hearts and prayers out, go out to that family of the, of the lost soldier. The community feeling the effects of this loss. Pastor Gregory Laskowski is the pastor at Flemington Presbyterian Church just down the street from where the incident occurred. And it does impact the community. We're, we depend upon Fort Stewart uh, and, and I hope it's reciprocal that they they get support from us, especially during these times. A community that Lovett and Laskowski say must continue to support their servicemen and women. Colonel Vanek added, quote, the support we've received from across the Army and our coastal Georgia community has been greatly appreciated already. Now, the investigation into the incident is ongoing, and Army officials say they're working to ensure their soldiers have what they need right now, like chaplains and behavioral health resources, and that they're supporting the Ballou family. We have much more on this deadly incident, including reaction from state and national lawmakers in this story on WTOC.com. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast episode. A Marine Corps unit based out of Beaufort will deploy to Eastern Europe. According to the U.S. Marine Corps, the FA-18C Hornets from Marine Fighter Squadron 312 2nd Marine Aircraft Wing from Beaufort will, quote, immediately reinforce the deterrent and defensive posture on NATO's eastern flank, end quote. A 12-year-old girl missing from Arizona has been found safe in the low country, and the man accused of kidnapping her is under arrest. According to the Graham County Sheriff's Office in Arizona, 23-year-old Timothy M. Schulteis of South Carolina was arrested on Wednesday, March 30th, on a warrant of kidnapping and custodial interference. 
The Graham County Sheriff's Office says with the help of the FBI in Arizona, New Mexico, and South Carolina, Schulteiss was tracked to Hilton Head Island and arrested less than 24 hours later. The missing girl was found with Schulteiss and taken to a hospital for evaluation. She has since been released and reunited with her family. The uncle of the girl spoke with WTOC's sister station in Arizona after being informed his niece was found. He says the girl went out for a walk last week and never came home. Here's what he had to say on Wednesday, March 30th. We were ecstatic, but at the same time, we're also nervous because we don't know what her condition is. The Beaufort County Sheriff's Office tells WTOC the suspect was wearing an ankle monitor from a previous arrest in 2020. Major Bob Bromage with the Beaufort County Sheriff's Office says Schulteis was suspected of abducting a pair of sisters, 10 years old and 12 years old, from Aiken County. One of those girls was brought back to Schulteis' apartment on Kelly Court. That's where the missing Arizona girl was found as well. Here's what Major Bromage told WTOC about Schulteis' previous arrests. In both those cases, uh, he was able to make bond. In the first case in September with the criminal sexual conduct, which is sexual assault, he was released um, the same day. In December, he was released the following day. Schulteis was booked into a facility in Beaufort County and is awaiting extradition to Arizona. The suspect in an officer-involved shooting in Savannah has died. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation says 35-year-old Robert Gadsden died on Tuesday, March 29th. Police say Gadsden was shot around 3 a.m. on Saturday. GBI officials tell WTOC two Savannah police officers were working off-duty, providing security at the Congress Street Social Club when they were told a man, ID'd as Gadsden, was holding a handgun standing outside Boomy's restaurant and bar next door. The GBI says Gadsden had gotten into an argument with a bouncer at Boomy's and pulled out a handgun. The GBI says Gadsden then pointed his gun at officers and was shot during an exchange of gunfire. Gadsden was taken to the hospital. No officers were hurt. The GBI has now taken over the investigation. For the first time in three years, thousands are expected to make their way to Bloomingdale for the Ottawa Farms Strawberry Festival. WTOC's Sam Bauman has more with the folks that will make it happen. Well, we've been in the Strawberry Festival about 20 years. For the last three years, we weren't able to do it on the count of the buyers. That's a bad just the bloom just fell off of it. Those three years without the festival were some of the longest of 88-year-old Pete Waller's life. I thought we'd bring it back quicker than we did. So you can probably imagine how Pete felt when they decided to bring it back. It's exciting, very exciting to, uh, get to have everybody come in and enjoy themselves and pick strawberries and eat good strawberry ice cream and fellowship and families. And while the draw, of course, is the strawberries, this festival offers much more than that. We have pig races, we have uh, cow train rides, we have uh, hay rides, we have any kind of activity you want to ride on, it's here to ride on. Not to mention duck races a new ball pit, live entertainment, and much more. There you go. If you hadn't been to Ottawa Farms, you missed half of your life. <laughs> Naturally, Pete says he's expecting quite a crowd, so if you plan on picking strawberries... You better be here early, or it doesn't take long for five acres of strawberry be picked with five or 10,000 people, believe me. The festival will be held Saturday and Sunday, April 2nd and 3rd, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., 
you're encouraged to buy tickets ahead of time, you can do that by clicking the link in the description of this podcast episode. You can get the latest news, weather, and sports updates every night on The News and all the time at WTOC.com and on the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.